Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. enjoys Del Monte pineapple grapefruit drink and the other Del Monte juice drinks. Well, for Pete's sake, who did this? Who did what? What's the matter here? Well, come here. Look. This beautiful ashtray I got from the girls at the office for Christmas. Look at it. Well, for heaven's sakes, I don't know anything about it. Broken right smack in half. Well, it's a clean break, dear. I'm sure it can be glued. But that is not the point. Betsy? Betsy, come here. Well, now, you don't know that Betsy did it. Would you mind telling me who else in this house would break an ashtray and hide the pieces behind a row of books? Oh, dear, is that where it was? Yeah, certainly. I reached here for the dictionary. I pulled it out, and I heard this clatter of something broken, and by golly, here was the broken ashtray. Did you call me, Daddy? Yes, yes, I certainly did. Did you break this ashtray? No. Now, Betsy, we've had many talks about not telling lies, haven't we, huh? Yes. Yes, well, now, Daddy isn't going to scold you, dear. Oh, I certainly am going to scold her. This is a darn expensive ashtray, and I think you should have more respect for valuable property. Well, now, dear, dear, Betsy, please don't lie about it, honey. Now, even last Sunday in Sunday school, that was your lesson, wasn't it? How bad it is to lie. And your mommy and daddy feel so unhappy when their little girl... I didn't no. break it. You didn't break the ashtray and hide the pieces behind the books? No. Then who am I to think did it? Mommy, Aunt Effie, the dog? Dear. Well, by golly, she's going to learn to tell the truth. I am not going to have lies around here. Now, you go to your room and you stay there. You stay there until you're ready to come here and tell the truth. Go on now. Go to your room. This is Galen Drake. You know, it's kind of silly to be walking around all day when you've got muscular pain. Why don't you just rub it away the modern greaseless way with new minute rub? New Minute Rub will get at that deep down pain and fast. It won't burn your skin and it's not greasy like, oh, some of those old-fashioned strong-smelling remedies. Minute Rub smells good, feels cool, and yet it relieves bone-deep muscular soreness. Now, it's greaseless, you know. It won't stain, won't mess up clothing or bed linens either. And by the way, Minute Rub is great for cold miseries, too. Try it once and you'll never be without it. Minute Rub.
You can say all you like. I don't think that was any way to handle the situation. Now, look here. You know as well as I do that she's the only person around here who would break an ashtray and hide the pieces in the bookcase. You know she was lying. Well, children, I'm not going to admit something when you stand there towering over them and shouting, frightening uh, them half to I death. was not shouting. Well, we look, you always want to sit down quietly and have a nice little logical talk with her. You make her feel that it's perfectly all right to break the ashtray just as long as she doesn't lie about it. Well, I don't know. Certainly that's the important thing. It isn't the only important thing. It's also important to teach children not to be so careless. Well, children don't really have any idea of the value of anything. You give a child an expensive gift and half the time they don't like it as well as something you get at the dime store. Or they're even happier with just a big cardboard box. All right, I know, I know, but they've got to start learning the value of things. Well, you know as well as I do that Betsy is not and never has been a destructive child. Actually, she almost never breaks things. Well, yeah, I know, I know, that's true. Well, it is true. Still, as you say, she shouldn't have lied about it. Well, all right, but quite a... I, I think she's coming downstairs. Oh, well, is she? Thank heavens. <laughs> I tell you, you send them to their room, and if they don't come down, you wonder where to go from there. Oh, I know. It might be quite this much. Betsy? Betsy, come on down, dear. You don't have to cling to the staircase that way. Did you, did you have something to tell Mommy and Daddy? Huh? Did you break it? Yes. I was oh. scared to tell Daddy. Oh, Daddy and Daddy, you, you come here. Now, look. The next time you break something, what are you going to do right away? Come and tell you. And tell you that I'm sorry I broke it. Oh, that's a good <laughs> oh, girl, like darling. You come here and you sit in Daddy's lap now because Daddy wants to talk to you. Come on. Come on. I'll oh, get it, dear. You go sit on Daddy's lap, Betsy. Oh, <laughs> goodness me. You're getting so big I can hardly Hello. lift you. Now then. Yes? You know Mommy and Daddy love you, don't you? Yes, huh? yes. Yes. And if we scold you for something, it's only for uh, your own good. Just a moment. Now, first of all, nobody likes a liar. Dear. No, 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 just a second. Because if people think you're a liar, then they'll never believe believe you about anything. Don't you understand? Even when you do tell the truth. And dear, that is dear, why dear, I'm... Dear, dear, I am sorry. There's what? a Mr. Drawbridge or something on the phone. Drawbridge? Well, I asked him t- twice. That's what it sounds like. Oh, Deb, Trowbridge. No, no, look, I, I don't want to talk to that guy. He's a car salesman and he's been hounded. Me. Tell him I'm not here. Well, I just told him you were. Well, tell him I'm not. Make up something. I do not want to talk to him. Well, don't talk then so he hears you in the background. Right. Keep quiet a minute. Hello? I'm terribly sorry. I thought he was home, but he seems to have stepped out. He may have driven down to the store for cigarettes no, or something. No, 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 no. I'll be gone all evening. Uh, yeah, come to think of it, I believe he did say he had a, uh, a committee meeting of some sort tonight. Yeah. Yes, I'm so sorry. I'll tell him you called. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Oh, boy. Thanks. That guy's been hounding me. I, I told him I had no intention of buying a new car right now, but he keeps pestering me. Well, I don't think he believes me either. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Now, now, what was Daddy saying? Oh, the, the, the reason... Why don't you and Mommy have to go with me sit in your room? What do you mean, dear? Daddy just said he wasn't here, and he is here. Oh. Oh. And Mommy, you said Daddy was at a meeting, and he isn't. Well, yes. well, well, uh, well, isn't that telling lies? Well, it, it isn't exactly the same thing, dear. No, you, you see, Betsy... Uh, it is a lie. You are here. Well, yes, yes, but you see, that's what's called a white lie, dear. Just a little white lie. That's right, that's right. Sometimes you have to, you know, to... to... Yes, yes, you see, a white lie is, is, is quite different from a real lie. What's the difference? Well, a, a real lie is when you tell something that is wrong. Isn't it wrong to say you aren't here when you are here? Well, yes, yes, of course it is. Oh, I mean, in a way, you, look, you're not explaining it right at all. All right, you take over. Let's hear how you explain it. 
Oh, well, sometimes you have to tell white lies, honey, because otherwise you would hurt somebody's feelings. That's right. You see, yes. Mommy couldn't get on the phone and say to this Mr. Drawbridge... Drawbridge. Mommy couldn't just say, Mr. Piper is here, but he doesn't want to talk to you, because you see, that would hurt the man's feelings. Of course, that's probably what you should have said to him, and he'd leave me alone. Well, let's not go into that. That's the... The point is, Betsy, that sometimes we have to tell little white lies. Although, really, they shouldn't even be called lies, because they actually aren't lies. Well, that's not true. They are lies. No, they're not. A lie is telling something that is not true. Saying something is so when it isn't so. It isn't a lie if you say something so you don't hurt somebody's feelings. I would say that's just being polite. Yes, that's what it is. It's just being polite. You mean it's polite to tell a lie? Oh, no, no, no. Now, well, you're certainly getting her all mixed up. All right, all right. You unmix her. How would you explain it? Go on, go on. You explain it. Well, polite is not the word. The word is... The word is tact. Well? Tact. Yes, I suppose, in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's what? It's tact. Mm-hmm. Sun tact? Oh. Oh. No, <laughs> no, no, darling. No, Talk no. about me getting her confused. Tact, Betsy. T-A-C-T. It, it means being uh, diplomatic. Yes, diplomatic. If one of Mommy's friends buys a new dress and she's wearing it, and I think it's awful, I don't tell her it's unattractive, that she shouldn't wear purple, we'll say. <laughs> Instead, I say, oh, it's just lovely on you. It's a beautiful dress. Well, I don't think that's a very good example. Well, I think it is a very good example. You see, Betsy, I couldn't say to somebody, oh, that dress is awful. Looks terrible on you. Even if I thought so. Why? Because it would hurt her feelings. It's rude and impolite. But it's a lie. Well, yes, in a way. No, 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 not not necessarily. That's why I say it is not a good example to begin with. It's only your opinion that that dress might be unattractive or that, you know, she looks awful in it. Six dozen other people might like the dress, might think she looks fine. No, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me see if I can't think of a better example. You see, Betsy, sometimes grown-ups have to say things that aren't really so, because if you tell the real truth, it would only get you into trouble. You see, nobody would like you. Daddy says nobody would like you if you tell lies. Darling, do you understand anything that Mommy and Daddy have said? Well, I guess so. It's all right to tell lies when you're grown-up, but it isn't when you're little. Oh, no, 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 that isn't... Get the dictionary, get the dictionary. See if it tells the difference between a lie and a white lie. Well, I'm sorry, that's all it says. A lie is a falsehood uttered or acted to deceive... Two, anything which deceives an untruth or falsehood. Well, there must be something somewhere that differentiates between a lie and a white lie. Why don't we write to Bergen Evans on that show, The Last Word, and see how he and his panel of authorities can explain it? Huh? Yeah, how, yeah. how can they explain it to satisfy a child? A child, yeah. yes. Oh, dear. Well, anyhow, it's Betsy's bedtime. Come on, Betsy. Wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I don't like to be defeated like this. There must be some better example that we can give to show, Betsy. Now, just just let me think a second here. Oh, I know. How about that other night, Daddy? When you told Mommy you had a large meeting, and really you were going over to play poker with Mr. Cunningham. Uh, what? Well, isn't that interesting? How did you know, Betsy? He was talking on the phone upstairs, and I heard him in my room. Why would you lie about that? When have I ever objected to your going out? He wanted him to stay home and fix the back door or something. Oh, yes. Is that a good example of a white lie, Daddy? Excellent, excellent example. Oh, yes, indeed. Isn't it, Mommy? Oh, yes. You see, it would have hurt Mommy's feelings to think Daddy would rather be with his men friends. 
rather than spend ten minutes fixing the back door so it stays closed because it always blows open and Mommy might get pneumonia, which would worry Daddy. Oh, yes, and Daddy didn't want to tell Mommy that it's going to take all evening to fix that door because the whole thing has to come off and be planed and fitted and he knew Mommy wouldn't want him working so hard all evening when he works so hard all day. Isn't that right, Mommy? (laughs) Yes, Daddy. Then why are you all right if you're being nice to somebody? Well, dear, there's more to it than that, Betsy, but for the moment it'll have to do. Now, come on, kiss Daddy goodnight and we'll go up. Good night. Good night, darling. Good night. All right, now, now, go on. Go on upstairs and see if you can get undressed by the time I count to 50. One, two, three. I'll talk to you later, sir. Yeah, I'll bet you will. (laughs) (laughs) As a matter of fact, I was going to More families, far more families, rely on X-Lax than any other laxative. And for one important reason, X-Lax helps you toward your normal regularity gently overnight. You take pleasant-tasting chocolate at X-Lax at bedtime, it won't disturb you sleep, and the next morning, you'll be well on the way toward your normal regularity. No wonder pleasant-tasting chocolate at X-Lax is used by more families than any other laxative. So when you or any member of your family needs a laxative, remember, take X-Lax today. Feel better tomorrow. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart.